and welcome to Wide World of Fan Fiction, the only show that treats fan fiction as the high art form that it is. And today's purest form of literature that is not sponsored is... <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Today's purest form of literature is called... It's a bit of a strange one. I was given the challenge of... Veterans Day and Diabetes Month, which I know sounds like great <laughs> Diabetes Month. That's right, there's a month for that, and your insulin still isn't going down. <laughs> I don't know how diabetes works. Anyway, what character could combine Veterans Day and Diabetes? If you thought the Garfield Apocalypse Now crossover, you would be right! And yes, I found the crap out of that Obama bad cell. With the help of Kogeki producer Wabe. I can see. Well, he's behind my dress form. Good job, Wabe Fett. You're slaying this kick. Intern Psyduck was there. And it's a really good read. And surprisingly, not gay porn. Although the gay porn apocalypse is now Garfield. I have a horrible feeling that exists, and I want to read it. <laughs> they misspell anal 14 times 13 different ways. <laughs> That's not how you spell anal or how you do it. <laughs> what, Eddie, stop it! <laughs> I'm sorry, it's in the bathroom, I just have to, I was like, nah, I'm not going to say that on air. Nah, I'm gonna say that on air. Why else do you listen to the show? <laughs> uh, my my experience with literature and English language and high highfalutin reviews? No! That's why you listen! And tangents that have nothing to do with the story. Time to get serious now. My I have 40 more minutes until my bed sheets are dry and I need to go to sleep tonight. <laughs> Today's story is called Lasagna Now. It is by someone's legal name. And Garfield goes to Vietnam. It's rated T. It is drama family. It's a lot of words. And it was published in 2000. What the hell would you write? Why would you pick this? Because diabetes and veterans. <laughs> diabetes. Anyway. Okay, serious, serious time. Let's get serious. America. Several months after the Twin Towers have fallen. <laughs> you didn't hear that. I was... I, I, I am a very serious... Res <laughs> Several months after the Twin Towers. Great opening! I never thought that has to be the best opening. Why are you reading the story? I can't. I can't. Are you reading what I'm reading right now? You're then you would be like, oh yes, what a what a highbrow story, a great author. No, you would be like. There's more words. There's more words. Nighttime was lushing in the 
In the dark sky as the big high school football game was nearing its end. Garfield High School and Garfield are down by one touchdown. All they need is one more and they win. Many important people are watching this very serious game. Everyone is rooting for the home team, Garfield's team. Garfield huddles up with his fellow jocks of football butt buddies. <laughs> All right, everyone! My cousin plays football. Should I ask you if they go to? Hey, hey, you cousin over there who went to law school could probably sue me. Did you call your fellow jocks football butt buddies at your expensive private school? Nope, didn't think so. Sorry, not sexually harassing you. Seriously, I'm not. We're not Habsburgs. But buddies. All right, everyone. One more touchdown and we'll win the big game. And we get to go home with our sexy cheerleader girlfriends. I know I got my eyes on cutie five cheese over there. The Chad jockeys go, go googly-eyed, literally ooh-woo, as Garfield glances at the blushing and fertile lasagna. Fertile lasagna! Fertile lasagna in the stands! <laughs> Steaming with delightful lust at Garfield's peak of masculinity. <laughs> this is my new favorite person. <laughs> I don't know you, but I love you so much. <laughs> no problem, Garfield. Just pass the ball to me and win, and, and win the whole game. Yeah! Screams out Garfield's old high school buddy, Kenny, from the Beaver. <laughs> Gotta keep it together. Just read the story. Kenny from the B movie and Butt Buddies. <laughs> Some awesome people. No, kid, you fool. Everyone knows I am the quarterback, so that means I get the ball, says Garfield in ballsy manner. Sorry, Garfield, I should have known better, Ken replies in useless player. So here's the plan. I throw the ball and I catch it. Garfield says, like American strategist Tom Brady of the New England Patriots, best known as Garfield's apprentice. <laughs> I swear this one is not has crack or humor. It's drama and family. <laughs> oh, are we going to get through an entire... I think not. You have to read this magnificent masterpiece for <laughs> Is this what their show was normally like? Yes! Sometimes. Sometimes it is like... Garfield, you know that's physically impossible, right? Just one of the unimportant players in the story. Enough. Let me show you what is possible in the land of the free. Garfield says, Patriot Act! What the... What does 9-11 have to do with Vietnam? I was like, I read through this like three times. Like, I cannot figure out how the 9-11, <laughs> like, patriotic, like, patriotic stuffing cats. That's what author is into. <laughs> they all combine their massive booty grab hands together and form an epic handshake that makes them quiver with pride. 
break! Everyone yells out as they all get into their positions. It's fourth down, and they're ten yards away from the goal line of scoring a big, big win. New survey available for their school, and <laughs> everyone in the stands cheering for Garfield. Meanwhile, Garfield observes the pressure so cool like a sponge, sucking up pasta sauce from John's Italian nights back home. Blue 42, Blue 42, Jim Davis, Jim Davis, hike! Garfield says while his fellow footballers rush into their opponents, protecting their quarterback. Garfield throws the ball high into the air, and with Jerry Rice-like speed, he knocks away everyone who stands in his way from catching the ball. The time on the clock has run out, and if Garfield doesn't catch the ball, their 99-0 winning streak will be over. Garfield eyes the ball like a hawk watching its babies as the football spirals down to the end zone while Gar Garfield has his meaty paws open. Touchdown! The crowd goes wild for Garfield as they win big game of football! <laughs> That's what I call the soup. The, the, the big sports match with advertising in, uh, around Thanksgiving. Big game of football! That's what I call. Are you ready for some big game of football? Performing at the big game of football. That's actually a real good work. Game of football? No, the big game of football. Garfield kneels for three national anthems. This is so patriotic. With his arms up, painted like World Trade Center Bill. This one's for you, Twitter. 9-11 <laughs> isn't funny. Stop it. Garfield roars at the stands, expressing his love for his country. <laughs> the stands become silent from Garfield's performance. Suddenly, a crippled child hovers <laughs> between the adults and starts singing. America! America! The stands erupt into song as Garfield sheds a single tear, a single tear he will ever make in his life. God shed your grace! Indeed, 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 God was shedding his grace that night. High above the Coliseum, a lonely black man begins to Hold it. Kenny holds his tears with American pride. You're the most patriotic man I've ever met, Garfield. <laughs> I did it, kid. I won. Garfield celebrates with solo team effort. Now that we won the big game, my father can finally accept me for the achievements in my life. Kenny says to Garfield as he looks into the stands, seeing his father. Lord, for <laughs> Give me consent of thumbs up. This is the best story we've read. Oh, yes. it's like, it's, there's some little gra grammar stuff, but it's not that bad. I don't it. The lovely black man from above opens the door of his blimp and free falls from the sky. He crashes into the football field like a meteor, wanting Garfield's autograph, and shatters the turret. The man created a small crater while he walked out of it, approaching Garfield and his teammates. You won the big game. I'm proud of you. It was none other than the 44th president of the United States, Barack Hussein Obama. 
<laughs> what are you doing here, Obama? A Garfield asked Obama. I was watching you boys test your skills with a Z, so I'm drafting you two into the CIA. Obama points at Garfield. Kitty. CIA, but I don't pay my taxes. Garfield throws up a deuce like the libertarian badass he is because he was inspired by the infamous Ron Paul social outcast. Ron, that is the only Ron Paul reference I've heard in 15 years. What? What a mess. Well, uh, you better or else Mr. Cat Obama intimidates as Garfield while Michelle Obama is behind her husband, pulling 1,000 curl-ups with, curl with her massive unit-sized arms! Kenny immediately shits his pants like, like soiled diaper baby with an audible squish at the side of the woman. Garfield, however, knows this opponent would be no match for his strength, but didn't feel like wasting energy on such an emotional day. I'll take that as a yes. Obama assumes by smell. Pack, pack, Y-O-U, possibly R-E, thanks, kids. You're going to Nam. Presidentially, says 45th President of the United States, Barack Hussein Obama, who is not related to Osama bin Laden. Oh, God, I remember. It's just a common Arabic name. Calm down. It's like Al something. Oh, you're terrible. It means son of someone. It's like Smith. Whatever. <laughs> They're not going to kill you. <laughs> Nam, but my mother is dead, sir. <laughs> Kenny said with Walt with Whale of Orphan. <laughs> is that an anime? That sounds like an anime. There are so many orphans. And yes, my brain is like this all the time. Don't worry. I input financial legal information. <laughs> Everyone is safe. Michelle, take them in the chopper. Yes, Obunga Chunga. Michelle says with bicep as she grips both our heroes in her steel folds and flings them in 27 exact backflips in 1967 U.S. Air Force regulation helicopter. And it takes off. Guns blazing. The helicopter mows down everyone in the stands except for Kenny's father, who had his leg shot off and had to film an important movie called Shrek. I love you, Obama! Signs Michelle with the veins in her underarms. Uh, yes. Obama said with love up, would you oblige to a child with butt cancer? A lot that you have what you oblige your child with, but can't. What the hell? I don't want to know what that means, but I feel like I know what that means. It's my damn family, my damn family, who unfortunately have never had butt cancer. <laughs> Michelle, let's go up Garfield and Kenny as they look at the president with not with not so concerned eyes. Gentlemen and Michelle, I brought you here today for an important mission. Obama says with serious intent on killing someone. <laughs> I have serious intent on killing someone. <laughs> I will let my advisor brief you on your mission, Obama tells the heroes. A man in an office chair slowly turns around facing everybody and speaks. You're oh gosh, who is this now? Who is this now? Take bets, people. 
Your target is to kill a renegade general who is hidden in the dense jungles of Laos. He used to be one of our greatest commanding officers during the Vietnam War, till he decided to go AWOL with the rest of his men. His name is General Robert Rottington, better known as Robbie Ro- like Harrison Ford from Star Wars, even though he's not Harrison Ford in this story, because the author could not afford the funds to get his name for a parody. Despite it cost nothing! What do you mean, Steve? Garfield asked Harrison Ford! What I mean, Garfield, is that you have to you have to somehow get behind enemy lines and assassinate this man with extreme prejudice, explained Steve. Does that mean I can be racist? <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll drop you. Does that mean I can be racist? Ah, <laughs> oh, okay, that, that got me. Okay, okay, that that did that did that did get me. No, we'll drop you off at the rendezvous point. There, you'll meet up with three other CIA agents who will help you along your journey, Garfield. Steve instructs to Garfield. It seems to me that the rendezvous point is right below us, God's below us. Godspeed, Garfield and Kenny. Obama says that he commands Michelle Obama by using her muscles to flex Garfield and Kenny out of the helicopter. The two fall down a 500,000 foot elevation, dropping drop. Elevation dropped to the ground, landing hands and feet like superheroes, except for Kenny, who lands on his hands like sexy chips. <laughs> ah, you finally arrived, said one of the CIA, the CIA agents. My name is Stan Smith from American Dad. <laughs> how, how, why does that one make the most sense? Why? Maybe you've heard of me, says Stan Smith. Sorry, I'm being much louder with chowder. Garfield explains in changing, in changing his mind. Correct, Stan says. I want you to meet the rest of the crew. This is my first mate, Black Dynamite! <laughs> Black Dynamite! Yay, Black Dynamite! Stan points to the man behind him as his own theme song plays in the background. Dynamite! Dynamite! I wasn't, I wasn't important we were going to have a cat with us. Black Dynamite intimidates Scarfield, which does not work at all. Listen here, Urban Commander! <laughs> Garford sails with none care. The only thing you've got to worry about is this orange butt getting to the target. Normally, Black Diamond Knight would punch the ever-living poop if anyone talked to him like this. You've got a lot of guts, Garfield, and I respect how big your power level is. Is you dig? Is you dig? Black Dynamite tells Garfield. You play Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh! well, Black Dynamite. You're a cool cat after all. Garfield replies as he gives the Black Dynamite a powerful handshake of power. <laughs> Coolio, Stan replied, and last but not least, I'd like to introduce you to the Bronze Kneecap! What? From what? How high was the author? I, I, they're still my favorite person, but how high was the author? Can I get some of this? It would help so much with my anxiety. Anyway... <laughs> Greetings, you fools. I am the bronze kneecap, and my big bronze kneecap will aid in your quest. The bronze kneecap shouts in the fashion of bronze kneecap. Lasagna sauce, now that we let the audience know your names, let the games begin. Garfield says with awesome laughter, Woody as everyone laughs while Kenny doesn't understand the joke. What game, Garfield, says Kenny in confusion. Com comprehending your inferior brain, kid. Now let's go, says Garfield. He and the rest of the crew proceed to wander into the jungle for a little while, admiring the view of its breathtaking acres of jungle spanning all around them.
The birds chirping happily with sounds mix, mixing cackling gunfire and the sensation smell of sensational smell of napalm de decimating the landscape. <laughs> so nonchalant, Biba. So nonchalantly historically accurate. <laughs> Suddenly, a kitty soldier runs up to the crew. Runs up to the crew, screaming, "Get down!" Screams the soldier, pushing everyone down to the ground as a volley of bullets whiz over their heads. Garfield stands cool, cool like cool badass as the bullets pass by him and even flicks one out of the air like mosquito. Where are we? Squeals Kitty and Child. Welcome to the effing F, you effer! Screams the soldier, the soldier normal, <laughs> soldier uniform. Who said that? Garfield tries to get out before a Viet Cong sniper bullet ruptures through Nermal's head. Nermal's head splits wide open from the bullet like a water balloon through a paper shredder and sprays all over the feet of the crew, except Garfield because he is a he is clean kitty. Meh, never mind. I forgot what I was going to say. Garfield shrugged in his forgetfulness and put it on put it on timeout until it starts remembering things better. <laughs> Don't we all do that? A man walks up to the crew, stomping on top of Nermal's puny corpse with a shit with a crap ton of blood scushing out like a river. God dang it, Hank <laughs> wipes the thin layer of bright so many cameos who aren't Harrison Ford. Hank Hill wipes a thin layer of brain matter off his combat boot. I just cleaned my dang boots. Garfield steps on Normal's body. However, none of Normal's blood and guts touches Garfield. Even his physical form forgets about Normal's presence. Well, who in the summer lawn smell are you? Garfield asks, even though he knew who Hank Hill was by seeing his name tag. <laughs> Howdy, my name is Colonel Hank Hill of the of the of the Arlen Strickland Battalion. He chuckles, tipping his cavalry officer's cap with the Strickland Popang logo instead of swords. Now get on, damn it! A chopper lands behind him with a choppy chop. <laughs> choppy chop that! What does a chopper sound like, though? How would you. It's like. What do you think? A der, 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 this is a serious, this is, <laughs> well, I like how, like, funny stuff, like, brings up serious funny. How would you write chopper work, like, do the sound effect for that? It's like, that's weird. Like, when you get, there are some are just hard to do. It's like, in all the different animal noises, like, in, like, in different languages, too, because, like, everything sounds different to people, and it's like, it's actually kind of challenging, but choppy chop, that works! The crew wastes no time to moonwalk onto the military heli and take off over the dangerous jungle. So what's the situation? Garfield asks the asks the wanting asks the wanting for info. The wanting for. Okay, I'm a little bit more out of it now, but maybe we'll get another fun cameo. The helicopter pilot responds. Gonna pick you up about it closer to the ch ch down of it, but that killed a man. The helicopter were silent as Ivan Garfield, understander of millions of languages, couldn't interpret the strange dialect. I'm glad you have decided to hire mentally disabled Colonel. Garfield says with appreciation of diversity. What is it? Who is that? I don't laugh at that, but seriously, who is that? Colonel Hanks. Size can cracks open at Ialamo beer with the boys. What he says is we can go only go as far as the river. 
There you'll have to go by boat. That that seventy green berets had to sacrifice themselves to put there for you. <sighs> green berets, what pussies? Garfield chortles with amusement. Hell, SEAL Team Six couldn't touch the dang river. Hank exaggerates. Even gayer, Garfield smirks. I love like the 2000, 2010s attitude this is written with. It's like you probably shouldn't be laughing at some of this, but like like when you went to high, if you were in high school, this would have been fun. Sometimes it still is, but you're not supposed to laugh at it. And sometimes it is true. That's that's. I'm glad I graduated high school. Anyway. Smirks with smirking as he pulls out a cannoli and lights it with a lasagna decal zippo lighter. He looks out over the view of the jungle, observing Colonel Hill's troops cleaning up the aftermath of a well-fought battle between the Marines and Viet Cong forces. Every Marine throws a pile of their bodies around a tiny village. The two fighter jets roar over the helicopter, dropping heavy canisters of napalm everywhere until all that can be seen was smoke and orange flames erupting. Yep. That there's a burning VC, I tell you, hot. Hank says he takes a long victory sip of his Alamo beer along with his pals. Dad? A FNG with a blonde buzz cut leans from the co-pilot seat to address the colonel. He's kind of portly and reminds Garfield of melted mashed potatoes with mustard on top. Is a napalm going to hurt the villagers down there? Well, you see, Bobby. Hank Hilton takes a knee in the helicopter next to the young FNG. You gotta think about it like barbecue and steaks. When the enemy are steaks, you wanna cook it medium rare. Okay, Dad, the FNG says in a, nas in a nasally gravel like asphalt going through puberty. The chopper soon lands right where the boat is as Colonel Hill steps off along with Garfield and friends. Head up towards Chetietlak Nyaho Nyo, and y'all be safe. I'm afraid this is where we part ways, Garfield. My wife Peggy is saving me some poontang back at HQ. I tell ya, hot. Hank chuckles softly. Welp, off I go, he says, flying away from the crew. As soon as the crew step into their boat, millions of Viet Cong gorillas <laughs> the treats. Dirt in the water and under their shoes. Everyone rushes into the boat as they rev up the engine and drive away while many more gorilla soldiers surround the river. Black Dynamite gets on the dual M60 machine gun turret, turret and opens fire with the while the bronze kneecap unleashes the fury of his own machine gun from inside his own kneecap. Kenny uses a rifle to overheat from the pressure of having to kill a man, making it useless. Huh. I guess guns really don't kill people. <laughs> Kenny throws a rifle into the water in annoyance. Garfield karate chops every bullet in half that comes his way with precise speed, as if he was watching John cook his homemade spaghetti and meatballs. They continue through the river with ease. We are, oh, last paragraph. As every bullet is fired at them, they return one back, making them dead in the process. <laughs> ah, you have to add that in there. Millions of Viet Cong fall and flop into the water like fish gassing for air, even though they can't breathe at all. I can't breathe, cries out one of the Viet Cong in broken English. Oh, Okay, maybe that rough. Okay, yeah, that that was a little bit. But you did. That one was a little bit political. Let's just leave it there and just forget that ever happened. Anyway, this okay. Obviously, you heard there were some spelling and grammar, but if 
I can't believe it. I'm recommending lasagna now, a Garfield, a Garfield Apocalypse Now crossover with various camos by the Black Dynamite, the Bronze Kneecap, Hank Hill, and Robbie Rotten from Lazy Town. We didn't get to him yet, but I will leave the link in there, so. A real, actually, a real, okay, uh, maybe a real edger would have written this, but honestly, you know what they had, they, they you gotta separate the art from the uh, art from the artist with that little last fun little line we went out on there. Oh, they, they don't really know what they're doing. Oh, well, although, hey, they're, they're not doing bad so far. Something sassy, sassy females, something, something, years in art school worth the time and money. And they've written for, no, they do crossovers with Garp. They just do Garfield fan fiction crossovers, which is, <laughs> if you like Garfield and weird crossovers, I would go read their stuff, and that was Wide World of Fan Fiction. Thank you for listening. Uh, have a wonderful day, and um, don't piss off Michelle Obama. Okay, bye. <laughs> no, wait, I lied. Check out our subreddit Facebook page. That's where you can submit the stories. Also, plea for sponsorship. I know. You can't do that. Well, how else am I supposed to get it? There's competition. The worst thing you can tell me is no. <laughs> don't make me go directly to you. And... Yeah, and also we have writing prompts, telling, no, not prompts, you're used to your prompts, but no one wanted to do that. We have writing contests on the Facebook page, just updates, and generally, stuff that is going on, hopefully, with me and, well, this, not me and life, the, pod, the podcast, mostly. You don't need to know about my life. Anyway, now you can thank you for listening and have a wonderful day. And yes, my brain is like this all the time. <laughs>